fade you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, 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 nah. Nah, 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 nah. This is fade you. We are live. What's going on, moms and dads? Fade You podcast here, recapping NFL Week 14 leading up to Sunday Night Football. My name is Matthew James, and I've got two dads here with me. Kmart is here. Chris Duke is here. Uh, Kmart, did you just go see Santa? Did I hear that right? Yeah, I saw Santa Claus, and I can't lie. I got pretty excited when I saw him come down the stairs because... You know, you never know what kind of Santa Claus you're going to get. And, and this was a legit Santa. Um, and, you know, the kid even looked happy until, you know, after the photos, you, you know, Santa takes him. She she screamed like uh, like circa 1990 for me. What ethnicity was Santa? If you don't mind me asking. And he man, he had very beautiful blue eyes. So, I mean, I'm thinking Norwegian descent, but you never know. Swedish, a Swedish Santa, yeah, Norwegian, Swedish, like he, he looked good, had a real beard and everything. Was he jolly? Very jolly. Okay. But he had just well, come good. from a, a a break. So, you know, he had no excuse not to be, you know, ready to go. Did he unleash on the Broncos? Did you ask him? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I did. I did ask Santa Claus. I was like, listen. I don't know if you get this often, but all I want for Christmas is for Debo to not be dead. And then on the way home, it's not his knee. Looks like a high ankle sprain. So maybe, maybe back for the playoffs. I don't know. Like I'll do more tests, but you know, I'm praying because obviously, you know, the resident Niner Homer, yeah, I was, uh, I don't think I've been that distraught since JJ Abrams killed off Boone and lost. The, uh, the group chat was freaking out. The group chat thought he was his life was at stake, that his <laughs> leg was broken. <laughs> the group chat was not happy after Debo got uh, went down in a in a crumpling heap. So, well, Santa was jolly. You know who else is jolly is Chris Duke after the Broncos covered. Chris down twenty seven nothing. The cover was simply never in doubt. The Broncos had him right where they wanted him. You know, when you're when you're going against the Chiefs and you have Russell Wilson as your quarterback, 27 nothing is n- not a problem. And uh, no problem. as they showed, um, he even gave him a pick six. He said, here, I'm going to give you guys seven, and we're still going to come back and cover. <laughs> just how Joe and I wrote it up. Unbelievable. It is just – I even fucking yeah, – I went on Nerd and Turd this week, and that was one of my picks. I went two and one on there. Obviously, it was my pick on our pod. And I text the guy, oh, well, that's an L when it was 27 nothing. And you know what? That's why you never give up hope. And that's why we take disgusting poop because when you're catching that many points, sometimes you get in the back door, right, Matthew? That's, that's right, Dad. So let's run through how today went. Good for the dads. Uh, everybody is in pretty decent shape. Uh, Joe, who was leading our group, who was really high in the super contest, I think he was, what, tied for 35th going into week 14. He's hanging in there at 2-2. Two and two. Joe's going to need the Chargers uh, for a 3-2 and two week. He did give out Titans on the pod Wednesday, which is unfortunate. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, Chris, you gave out Denver, and it's a uh, – is it a 3-2 and two week for, for I'm Cirked? All right, so a good week for, for Chris and Freck. Uh, I got about Lions on the contest. I, that was honestly one of the most confident ones I've given out this season. 
Uh, four and one, nice bounce back for my team after three and seven the last two weeks. Kmart talked about Niners on the pod, and uh, that was one of the more dominating performances of the entire season. Uh, Tom Brady, sorry about it. And then Neil talked about the Bengals on the pod on Wednesday. Any Anyone have a guess as to what the steam was on the Browns? I mean, that, that line got hit all the way down to four. It, it might have even gone to three and a half. I think it closed four. I, Any I, idea? Yeah, I heard a rumor that Watson was able to get a massage, so people were thinking it's going to be a little more loose and free, okay. but um, yeah, not so much. Just a lot of deacon no. and dunk. And uh, and Chris, you were on the Browns plus the six. I mean, you had you had some chances there at the end, and uh, Watson just uh, yeah. didn't quite get one out for you there. Yeah, it was. Uh... It looked like it was going to be closer. It was 0-0, like, all throughout the first half. The, Bron- uh, the Browns were driving. I thought, okay, this is going to be that tight, you know, just like the Steelers and Ravens, you know, this tight NFC, you know, AFC North matchup. And, uh, yeah, they just – and they got the – they kept getting stops. The D was great. The D did their part, but they just couldn't get any – you know, they kept having fourth down, and they had fourth and goal to get us the push. And they just couldn't punch it in. They didn't get that. So, we definitely had chances. I thought for sure we'd get our – first push of the year maybe go you know three one and one but um no i guess it wasn't meant to be and then watson threw that pick so unfortunately the brownies but uh, we like to see that because like i said to you guys in the chat we're looking at the home dog bucks next week good job Bengals. we're fading you next week brothers oh man yeah we'll have to talk about that the one let's get to this one first because it's the thursday game this week uh, I went against both San Francisco and Seattle this week, thinking maybe a look at that's the biggest game of the season for both teams with how the NFC West was looking. And uh, Seattle certainly was looking ahead to that one. Never led against Carolina and lose at home as a three and a half point favorite. And the 49ers, on the other hand, beat the living shit out of Tom Brady's bucks. So the look ahead is one and a half for Niners, right? That's after everybody it's, knows Purdy's it, it just opened three on DraftKings. And there you go. So what happens, Chris? The the Seahawks lose at home as a favorite. The Niners dominate. Now the Niners will go on the road. It'll be Purdy's first road start. And they're going to be laying three in a division game for, really, I mean, this will decide the division. If Seattle wins, it's still up for grabs. And if the Niners win, it's all but over. Chris, is this a snap call Seahawks for someone like you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we always talk about how later on in the season, these Thursday night games favor the home team. Obviously, it's not that much travel. It's not like, you know, they're not flying across country or anything, just going up north to Seattle. But uh, I don't know. You have to ask yourself. I mean, could, could Purdy, I mean, I loved him at Iowa State. I remember seeing him thinking, man, if he had more weapons, um that he's gonna be great i saw him in in the pocket and i really thought he'd be i I was really shocked he went in the seventh round i thought he'd go in like maybe like the fourth or fifth or something but that's awesome the niners got him and he's just been playing great and give him some weapons like he's got and look at him delivering and and that's awesome but i just don't know is he gonna have that that little that slump after because uh division being road dogs on the division is a little tougher than being home uh or home being road faves as a division is being a little harder than uh, a home 
fave against, you know, a Bucks team that's out of the division that you kind of just go and want to beat their ass. So we'll see. I'm going to lean that way. We talked about it with cheese. Kyle, what'd you say it was? It was only like one and a half right now. Well, no, I think Joey said it was, or someone said it was one and a half before the game. I was, and I told you guys, cause you're like, we're going to be on the Hawks. I was like, if you give me one and a half, I'll take your action, but I'm not touching three and a half. And like, I agree with what you said, but I still might, I still might have to play Niners depending on what the news of Debo is. If, if there's a potential, he can come back this season. I think it's a lift for them, but if not what you said, road division, just check the weather. It's going to be cold, but no rain or snow in the forecast at this time. Um, I mean, Purdy played and at Iowa state, he's, he's used to cold weather games, you know, at this time of the year. So I don't think that's that much of a factor, but that's going to be an all in game for Seattle. You know, they, I don't think they can look at seven and seven, you know, and they're going to be thinking, shit, we were just in control of the division. And now we're, are we even in a wild card spot? So you're going to get their very best effort. Cause it's, it's kind of winter go home at that stage. Gino finally turned the ball over today and credit Carolina, man. Uh, they were, I mean, they were a circus under Matt rule. And I told my brothers when we were trying to figure out our contest picks, you know, if the season started over based on how teams are currently playing, I don't know if it would be a stretch to have Detroit for sure as a solid like playoff contention team and maybe in Carolina. I mean, if the Matt rule shit and Baker and all that stuff never happened, I mean, Kyle, if they started the season over and you're telling me Sam Darnold is going to have a great running game and he's not going to turn the ball over, would it be a stretch to say that Panthers could go 7-10 and 10 or 8-9? and nine? No, not at all. I mean, with, with their defense, uh, like I, I, I thought Darnold was going to be the starter going into the season before that high ankle sprain. But if there's any shot at his revival, it might have been a good thing because he got the sit. He didn't have the pressure of going out there. He's just been chomping at the bit, and he's – He's truly playing for his career, whether it's in Carolina or someone else. And I mean, he's a phenomenal athlete. And he, like, I know I'm a USC homer and all, and I want to see him succeed, but he's got the tools. And, you know, given the right coaching, I, I do believe he can succeed. Is he Patrick Mahomes? No. But can he be serviceable and be an above average quarterback? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, with those weapons, I mean, they still have weapons. Like, if he had, you know, McCaffrey to start the year. You know, who knows if they actually end up trading him to the Niners. So, you know, thank you, Darnold, for getting hurt. <laughs> Man, and uh, for Seattle, just on today's result, they have had a, a tough time against the run lately. And uh, you saw Josh Jacobs go off for a million yards against them a couple weeks ago. They gave up 223 rushing yards today against Carolina. Against I mean, most people never heard of Carolina's running backs. Foreman ran it 21 times. Hubbard, sure ran, it four, Hubbard ran it 14 times. Blackshear ran it four times. So they ran it like 40 times against those motherfuckers. So last thing on the San Francisco-Seattle look ahead. If Seattle can't stop a running game, the Niners are not the opponent you want coming in. That's for sure. So... Uh, let's run through some of the other results. Is that uh, the kind of that 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 Matt, $500, Niners minus three, go. Right? Is that the <laughs> narrative that we hear those narratives? Yeah. Oh, dude, they can't stop the run. Niners free money. So you it's have to be, in a row. be careful mm-hmm. because that's exactly, you know, it doesn't always add up. And that's why poop wins. I mean, look at the Jets today. Unbelievable. They kicked that field goal to cover. Oh. <laughs> Good for the dads. Yeah. <laughs> 
Great for the dads. Thank um, God. Because you've seen a lot of teams not do that recently well, when they need a field goal and a touchdown. They're trying to get the yeah. touchdown. And I was I was sitting at a I was sitting at Carl Strauss because I had to pick up something and my buddy Jesus, you know, had to drop something off and it worked out. And I'm like, God, will they please can I please just get lucky for once? Will they kick this field goal? And I cannot tell you the the amount of excitement on my face when they lined up to kick a 26 yard field goal. I'm like, oh my God, are we gonna finally get a suck out? Like, mm-hmm. thank you, Jesus. Yeah, was worried that they may not do that with the weather being as bad as it was. So, yeah, thank you, Jets, for kicking. Sometimes kicking is for winners. Thank you, Jets. Uh, <laughs> I think a lot of people will point to this as kind of the what the fuck result of the day is the Jaguars going in and really dominating Tennessee, winning 36 to 22. We looked at, Tra- I mean, Trevor Lawrence on the road. Trevor Lawrence against the spread overall. Trevor Lawrence and the Jags against Vrabel and the Titans. Vrabel off the loss. Vrabel against the AFC South. I mean, every trend in the world pointed to Tennessee getting back on track this week. Instead, they lose by double digits. Takeaways here on this one? Um, I mean, I don't remember what day it was. Friday, whenever I texted our group saying, hey, like Joe, are you still playing Titans? Cause I started just getting yeah. this weird feeling, you know, Burks was, you know, listed as officially out. And that's when I was kind of like, uh, I don't, I don't like this as much cause he's been good at, you know, at least taking pressure off, you know, of everything they do with that stupid offense. Um, but you know, it, it was still, for me, it was still variable. They needed, they needed to, to win. And now it's, I don't know. They're kind of in a similar spot to where Seattle might be come Thursday night. But it was it was shocking. Like I mean, they're up 14-7, and next thing I know, they're – I don't even remember what it was, down 10 points. Yeah, that, that was a crazy one. I mean, the turnovers, Henry coughs up a couple fumbles, I think. Henry dominated the Jags like he usually does, but a lot of turnovers for Tennessee. Chris, do you think people will overreact either way? to Jacksonville winning outright as a road division dog. And then Tennessee's going to be in the, the spot. People love to back them as a road dog next week at the chargers who will kick off here in about 20 minutes. Oh yeah. I mean that, that we saw it the other week when the Jags beat the Ravens outright and then they go and just get dismantled by the lions. So yeah, again, we like to remind people, be careful of what you just saw. I don't know how much more we can stress it. Don't just run to the window with what you just saw. Um, you know, that's what, exactly why we just brought up the you know Seahawks. They just got their ass kicked. Niners just did an ass kicking. Be careful with what you do on Thursday night. So, yeah, but the Jags, you know, that's what Matt, I mean, what do we do? We, what do we say? We love road division dogs, home division dogs. Obviously, Eagles couldn't get it done. I mean, uh, the Giants couldn't get it done against the Eagles. They just are, look unstoppable. God, I love that fourth. Now, did you guys see that? They're like 88 or 90%. Like we, we stress that. Why can't everybody master that fourth one? It's just beautiful. They get in and they fucking push them forward. Um, and uh, yeah, so, but, uh, we'll see. I'll, uh, I'm going to be taking a look at probably fading the Jags. And maybe this is, I know we said, you know, be careful with that bounce back spot with the Vrabel. Maybe this is the Bilo spot for the Titans. We'll see. Yeah, might be right. Since the Eagles squeaked out the road win over Jeff Saturday, they've scored 40 against Green Bay, 35 against Tennessee, and 48 today 
against the Giants, I mean, they're going to be fat favorites every game, but with their touchdown efficiency, is it just, I mean, you don't want to be a week too late on them covering, but they just like avoid betting against them with how they can score touchdowns from not just in the red zone, but anywhere on the field. I mean, that's why I avoided that game. Like I, when I first looked at the New York teams again, it was like, Oh, and you know, it seemed inflated giants plus seven, but what you said, you know, is what I've been seeing since that Colts game. Plus they've been getting healthy. They had a bunch of cluster injuries for a while, but you know, they're coming together. Defense is playing well again, similar to, you know, these Niners and, you know, those two defenses since, you know, the last four weeks have been pretty fucking phenomenal. Um, but yeah, it, it, it was hard for me because just thinking about the Giants, their offense is probably more inept right now than than their counterpart in the Jets, and their defense isn't as good. So seven points to me was like it's not enough. Um, even even though like it seemed inflated, it just they they still haven't shown that they can consistently throw over the top. And until you can do that against a team that can put up points and put them up easily, I can't bet on you. Yep. Well, I was hoping their defense would step up, and I didn't like that I saw it move to seven and a half. You know, I'm the kind of guy that likes it to get more poopy. I wanted to see it go down to six and a half or six, but when I saw it go up to seven and a half, I said, oh, there might be some sharp money on the Eagles, and I knew I might be dead in the water with the the Giants, but uh, yeah, their their defense just couldn't get a stop. Eagles go for it on fourth and seven. They pull their hogs out, and they get in that guy. Instead of knocking Devontae out, he like goes for the interception. He just waltzes in and takes the twenty-one nothing win. I knew right there, like, man, these Eagles are just. I love that the coach is running down the sideline. He's fired up. So that team is just young and and, and energized, and it looks like Hertz is is dialed. So they're gonna be a force to be reckoned with. But I'll be probably fading them come playoff time. <laughs> well, here's one for you next week, Chris. So the Eagles. They're at Chicago next week, right? They're laying a touchdown on the road. Everybody's can't bet. Is that all them. it is? I was going to ask you guys, what is it? I thought it'd be over like like closer to ten. Is it only seven or eight? Eight and a half is what Westgate opened today. The following week, so this week, week fifteen, Phillies at Chicago. Next week, Christmas Eve at Dallas. I wonder if this is a little okay. bit of a trap spot for Philly. Got to go play against the shitty Bears, and then they have the Cowboys game next week in Dallas. I wonder if it could be a little bit of a trap spot there for Philly. Looking ahead, we shall see. We'll talk more about that on Wednesday. Uh, Other ones, you know, just to run through a few real quick, the Lions are going to be everybody's darling, right? Lions are off of a a bunch of covers in a row, a few wins in a row. five straight wins or something, too? Four straight? Well, I think the one loss was the Thanksgiving game against Buffalo. Oh, but I right. think it's five right. covers in a row. You're right. And if, yeah, if Buffalo doesn't go down the field. Five and one in the last six. Wow. Man. So everybody's going to be loving them some Lions. Uh, that's an interesting one next week. I think it's Lions. At, at the Jets. What's at that Jets. Be? It's interesting. It's pick. <laughs> it's pick. Man, I think the look ahead was Jets minus three. Jets lose. It's the news Lions. on Mike White. God, he died a couple times today. Flacco comes in and fumbles immediately on the first play. He gets stripped and fumbles. We, we thought we were several times thinking we were dead, and Mike White just kept coming back in, man. Did it just enough to go get him in field goal position. 
Very, that's very interesting because two teams that are overachieving right now. And yeah, what do you do with that line? I mean, <laughs> well, right in the playoff hunt, too. I mean, it's that's yeah. a huge game for both of those teams. Wow. Uh, what else? Who have we not touched on yet? How about Dallas squeaking out the win? Poop, Chris, bet poop, Texans all the way. Never shout out to Kristen Real, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Joe did it too. One? I couldn't believe Joe and Red put it in too. That's funny. Uh, Riley, yeah, I started. I, we had our ahead, four, Chris. and I said, I want a fifth. Give me a fifth because we agreed on Broncos and Browns and all these others. And he says, All right, you want shit? I'll sling it in your face. He says, Take the Texans. And I snap called, said, Okay. And sure enough, that was like the easiest play of the day. I'm, who yeah. would have thunk it? Right? Uh, that's wow. crazy. You were right, man. Well, so looking at it next week, Houston's going to be catching double two touchdowns again because they're hosting the Chiefs off of their non-cover at Denver. And then uh, the Cowboys are going to Jacksonville, which, again, we just talked about it with the Eagles. Dallas has host Philly on Christmas Eve. So this week is kind of a tough game for them where they've got to travel and go play in Jacksonville in an away game. I don't know. If if you believe in look aheads and and trap spots like that, that those are maybe two to keep an eye on. So we'll have to see where the dads come in on those. Uh, really, anything else to touch on? I guess we could go back and we could talk about the Raiders and the Rams game. Do the Rams suddenly have a little bit of life with Baker, or they're going to be a little feisty at the end of the season? And, and how do the Raiders respond after giving that game away? Uh, that's tough. I'd say fade them both. Well, Rams are hosting think, Green or Rams are at Green Bay on Monday Night Football. Oh, I can't wait to watch that. Yeah, <laughs> too bad they can't flex out guys, Monday night. Matt, can we just right? have a dad's <laughs> night that night instead and just do anything oh, but watch that game. We we'll just hammer the under. And then um, the Raiders are the Raiders, Raiders are Watson anytime touchdown. So the Raiders are hosting New England. That was supposed to be Sunday night. I think that got flexed out. What, what got flexed into that? Commanders and Giants rematch from the tie. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's that's the one that got flexed in. So that's going to be interesting. Did you guys see a line on that one yet? Is it probably Commanders minus a couple again? Uh, it's Commanders minus four and a half is what Westgate opened it. Ooh, okay. Maybe Dad has to buy that after that ass whooping the Eagles just put on them. Yeah, what is that? Yeah, four and a half. Boy, totally just 40. pushed last week. Yeah, so it's two and a half on the road, and it only goes up a point or two after a tie. Very interesting. Well, Especially no. after the Giants get their teeth kicked in today. Well, the Giants were plus two and a half at home. Oh, I said, okay, yeah, duh. I'm, <laughs> Slow. Anything else, you guys, on – we're Anything all drunk, else on? Uh... All having bourbon. It's a good day, Matt. What are you <laughs> sipping? I saw you have some. Is that vodka? I got a little vodka. Little vodka. <laughs> what? Um, am I empty now? <laughs> yeah, we'll get out of here here in a couple minutes. Any last takeaways or reactions from today's games? I think we talked. We touched on most of them. Coach Shanahan says Debo likely has a high ankle sprain, so Christmas cometh early. Yeah, dodge yeah. that major bullet. Yeah, I cannot. I can still. I'm shell shocked. I can't believe. I mean, guy, 
Isn't that just quintessential football, Matthew? The Broncos who are scum. We literally said on like me when I was dying, you know, picking this game, I'm thinking, you know, 24, 17, something like just, just hold the Chiefs. You're telling me Russ throws a pick six and the Chiefs score fucking 34. I'm going to cover. I'd say no chance that. Yeah. And I don't know how the Broncos put up that many points. But again, we don't did. overreact. Don't say the Chiefs are dog shit defense because they just had a few fortunate plays and they broke that one after the second half for 70 yards and they scored 14 in the last few minutes. And funky game, but you know, that's why we love this sport. When my group was talking about that game, we all kind of liked Broncos and we all ultimately didn't play it. Should have played that over Bucks. And we, th- we were wondering, okay, can Denver get to 14? If they can hold the Chiefs to 23, can Denver get to 14 to cover? And lo and behold, Patrick Mahomes, those three interceptions, Denver ends up 28. They get the cover for the dads. You just love to see it. So, all right, guys, we'll get out of here. We'll be back on Wednesday to preview week 15 in the NFL. So hopefully you guys had a good day today with your bets. Hopefully the Chargers come through and keep Joe above 500 for the week. And in a good position, Chris, just remind everybody what happens sometimes when you bet on poop. You text the dads, you're dead. And they come back and cover the nine and a half after Russ has a bump on his head. Did you guys see that shit? He was dead. Absolutely I didn't see it. I was seeing Santa, but I saw it on my phone. You have to to look it up. They showed his, his head had a dot after he like, <laughs> guy I work with he said uh he said Russ thought he was Ciara there for a second what he got yeah, he's laying there like my back at C State where am I <laughs> uh, all right we'll see you guys Wednesday have a good one yeah 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 nah. Nah, 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 nah. this is fade you